Welcome back to His or Hers Uncensored. I'll share you Whitney, Whitney, and I'll say we have a special guest here today. Very special. Go ahead and introduce her. You got so I'll story. go ahead and introduce her. Today we have Dr. Aisha Dickerson. Yes. She corrected me. First of all. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, she did. She let me go here. for a whole year. But let me give you some background. This is um, a professor from my doctoral as. First of all, she was getting people together this morning on Instagram. All week. <laughs> on Facebook, talking about how they pronounce it. Um, but from my doctoral program, and she interviewed me to get into grad school, so pretty much she gave the okay. And most importantly, she is my Sora. Yes, I am. So, we have her here today, um, and I'll let her give a little info about herself. Okay, so I am, as she said, Dr. Aisha Dickerson. I do everything. Um, I teach full-time. I see clients a little bit, only the ones I want to. I have about seven supervisees. Yeah, I have a radio <laughs> show, Two Therapists in the Microphone with Dr. Harrison Davis. And that's about it. That's enough. She <laughs> knows. And she's then I take, right, I take care of kids. She's basically doing a, a little mini tour, because mm-hmm. I always see her everywhere else, uh, getting <laughs> yeah, people too. together and getting them together professionally. Um, but what I... I wanted her on the show to talk about we're going to talk about mental health. We've talked about mental health in the black community, but I wanted to talk about how it affects relationships. But what I admire about her is who she is is who she is. And I remember the first time I came to her class, I think I was like 16 minutes late. I remember this. <laughs> and my daughter um, has asthma. So I was like, uh, she was like, why are you late? And I was like, well, I had to give her a breathing treatment. She was like, my daughter does it for herself. I said, well, my daughter's three. She was like, oh, okay. But it wasn't, oh, you know, basically do it 30 minutes earlier. Next no time. excuses. No excuses. <laughs> and I, I can appreciate that because I don't need to be coddled or enabled. I need the real. And I know she's going to always give it to me. So, Thank you. Yeah. I pride myself on that. Regardless of how much students put that negative stuff in there. Uh, what are they called? What's that stuff y'all do? Group me. Surveys. surveys. Oh, people think. <laughs> Everybody's mad in the surveys. Mm. Listen, it doesn't it, really bother us. We know who you are. In one of my <laughs> surveys, though, it was one teacher I had to get together because she was th- trying to tell me basically the words that I was u- using was synonymous with the words that she wanted me to use. And I said, but that would take away my personalization. That doesn't make it me. This makes it your paper, not mine. So. Right. We talked about that for a couple of days, and then I finally got my A. Because she gave me an 80, she like got 87 because of the words that were, I was using. It wasn't grammatical errors. It was like synonyms, ma'am, not changing. Mm. But anyway. You have to tell me who okay. that was later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay, so what's going to be our topic tonight? We're or talking today, about. This morning. This is an early recording. This is the first one. Cause the you know, first we, early we recording. Get our late night one. <laughs> you know? Um, and I got other things to do at night. Period. <laughs> <laughs> right, for those of y'all that really listen to the podcast, no, we record at 1 o'clock in the morning, 1 30, <laughs> 10, <laughs> when the kids go to sleep. Not with me. <laughs> <laughs> but you had to get it early. You got an appointment. She's like, right. I got things to and do. And other stuff. That's why she got a little light beat by me. Yeah, I'm saying. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I some makeup today. Okay. You know? Um, so but I did want to talk about mental health in relationships and how it affects relationships because I think that's um, 
something that people don't think about when they start dating or talking to somebody or the choices that they make in the relationship. They're not really thinking about that person's reaction. I don't think people think about that sometimes. I think sometimes my my experience has been that people are sometimes seeking out people who have mental health issues that are maybe undiagnosed, especially those of us who are counselors and social workers. You know, we do that for a living, but sometimes we attract those same people in our lives, especially those who are depressed. We look at the people who are codependent. They want to take care of someone. And if you're already always depressed, then you always call me when you're depressed. You want to cuddle and you want to drink and you want to talk all day. As a woman, that's what I want. I want to cuddle. I want somebody who (laughs) needs me. So a lot of, especially black women, tend to choose uh, a lot of men, not just black men, but they choose to tend, choose to, tend to choose men who have some undiagnosed mental illness. Mm. And I just saw a meme about that on uh, Instagram, maybe, or Facebook, who knows. But it was saying something about black women need to stop trying to fix black men. Like, right. it's not our job to fix black men. Right. A lot of black men, men in general, have trauma in their background. Maybe they were beat. They may be depressed. And that depression is manifesting itself as anger. Mm-hmm. So then we're always there to calm them down and right. cut down on that anger. Let them talk about how much they may hate that absent father or be mad at their baby mama. And, you know, I'm here for you and I'm mad at her too. And you're going to be a better father than, than him. Mm. But you're not telling your man, you probably need to see a counselor. Right. Because right. instead you just putting all that in my spirit too. Right. And you know what? Now that you say that, I think that it is, I think that depends on that woman's need or mental health at the time. Because my last relationship, I was like that. I was like, mm-hmm. if I don't help him do this, he's not going to graduate college. If I don't help him do this, he won't get this job. Yeah, if I don't help him too. do this, he'll be homeless. But I can honestly say in this one, he don't even allow that. And he, it's like, just, you know, <laughs> just things like, we talked about this before, but like I was, before we lived together, everything, I felt like I needed to take care of my house, everything. So he'd be there and I'm like cleaning up and he'll like try to take the trash out. And I would like fight him about that. I've done that too. I take my own trash out. And I pay like, his mortgage by myself. I think it's a, um, I think it's that thin line between a woman being the helper and the mother. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that's what, that's what the line, like that no one walks it perfectly. Like this line right here, everybody, they are the wobbling, stepping over here, I'm your mother, stepping over here, I'm your helper. And that's what the man gets used to. You know what I'm saying? Like it gets to the point where like, I'm, I know what she's going to do. Cause nine times out of the 10, the woman is the more focused individual. You know what I'm saying? So, like you said, when it goes back to those traumas where people start looking for those certain behaviors, those behave the behaviors that they're uh, 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 more comfortable in, because mm-hmm. that's probably what they saw their mom doing or their dad doing. So we just repeat that cycle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of because I know my mom, I talk about it like she was she was strong, and I seen her do a lot of stuff by herself. So me growing up, when I see a woman that's doing something, I'm like, oh, you can't do that. <laughs> I see my mom doing it. She did it all by herself up until I was such and such age. So in my head now, you're a weak woman because you can't do what she was doing. Mm. That's a good point. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> he, he tried to be a scholar. I'm trying. You know what I'm saying? I got to keep up. I got to keep up. Doctors right here. You know what I'm saying? I'm just... <laughs>
And so it's kind of a balance between what you had in your childhood and then your past relationships mm-hmm. and then kind of what you've learned in school. You yeah. know, us, again, as counselors, we have all this unconditional positive regard, which for our clients, that means that we're not going to judge them. But then sometimes we take that into our relationships and you need to have some conditional positive regard right, in, right, in your right. relationship. Don't just give all your positivity to a person who hasn't proved themselves right. worthy of that. Now, you may have had a childhood where you had two parents and your dad was great and he was the provider and, you know, he was empathic. And then you assumed that men were going to be like that in all your other relationships. And then you got a bad husband and another bad husband and a bad baby daddy. And now, you know, you're you like, forget like that. Mary my man, my dad, right. <laughs> my dad's the only good man and the rest of y'all are garbage. So right. then you start to treat other men like they're garbage as well. Yep. Now, and that's different. Now, that's the woman with her mental illness. <laughs> yeah, and then here yeah, comes yeah, yeah. this man coming in trying to just be himself. And he's got to deal with your paranoia. Right. Your, um, let me see, what could it be? Your, possibly your bipolar your disorder. Yeah. You, you're Up. crying one day. You're spending up all your money the next day. Expect you want to party and get drunk. Right. Yeah. He's talking about me. No. No, not you. <laughs> you're perfect. Right. <laughs> no, I have You mine. have no issues. I have mine, but one, one thing I know is I, I, I deal with uh, the strong black woman syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel, but he called me out on it. That's what I can appreciate about it because he's going to call me out on it. But I felt like I should do everything, and that's because in the relationships, not my mom because my mom was like the, the outlier in her. She hadn't. My grandma had 12 kids. And of the women, two or three were married. Mm -hmm. And it was nine girls. And my mom was married. And two things from that. All my other aunts, I saw do it without. And then, like, my mom, I kind of, like, grew up with them because my mom was in school when she had me. So I kind of felt like I could still do it. You know, like, I didn't want to ever be considered weak. And so, like, the first time that I needed help in our relationship and I... I knew I needed help and I was overwhelmed. It was hard for me to come to him and be like, okay, I need help. But he called it. He was like, "You, I can see it. Like, I can see. It's still something that we both deal with. Like, still today, like, you know, I see where she, I'm like, babe, sit down. Sit down. Or she overly do for other people. Like, why are you extending yourself to all these other places when you're barely taking care of yourself? You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I constantly say, worry about yourself. And I'm saying, take care of yourself. You know, Go out there and spend money. Because she'll spend money on everybody else except for herself. I'm like, buy yourself something. You know, even the... It gets to the point to where she spend money. I'm like, babe, we don't need to spend no more money. But then I'm like, spend some money on yourself if you're going to spend it. Right. You know me, we saying? don't need to spend any more money on other people. Right. You know, so I'm, I'm like, spend it on yourself. Like, everybody's good. So, um, that's one of the things that I deal with her with. I'm like, hey, you're, we're, everybody else is good. Take care of yourself. And then... The part about with that, so I didn't have my biological father, but my stepdad is my dad. Like, that's who I know mm-hmm. is my dad. And I was like, I'm never going to date nobody like you. I'll never be with nobody like you. I saw him taking care of the house. He was very quiet, but he always took care of home. My mom's always happy. If they weren't, I did see it. And um, he had a good balance of it wasn't just you cook, you clean. Like, he helped cook. He helped clean. You know, he was there for us. He might, you know, he might have been in the game. He might have been quiet, but he was there. He mm-hmm. had a face there, and I never, I never wanted for anything. And I was like, I'm never gonna be with anybody like you. And then I meet <laughs> him. But why wouldn't you want to be with somebody like that? I don't. And for me, it was a complex because structure. I was the only kid. First of all, he was the first first male to give me structure. 
I was the only one in the house that wasn't his child. So then I was like, that was a bit of rebellion for me. Okay. That had absolutely no reason. You know, like I had no reason to be I mean we had our we had our moments, but I had no like concrete like he did, you know. I didn't have like a for longevity, I had I had nothing outside of teenage stuff okay. that should have made me say, I'll right. you know, you're just an awful person. But that was just rebellion because you took my mom and I, it wasn't like I was young. Like Tatum met him early, so that's mm-hmm. all she know. But I was like seven, six, five, six, seven. Like so you I knew we, what it was. Yeah, I knew what was going you on, you know. And before I knew that my dad wasn't there, and I was okay with that. But now we have a dad that is here, right. and like setting bedtimes and telling me to do stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> mom, we 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 do what we do. Like, what are we doing now? Now we're doing everything. Went from me and her to I have to talk to him about it first. I'm like, what? What, what do we right. need to consult about? <laughs> <laughs> but that was just me stepping outside of my lane because I was a child and I should have stayed there. But right. when it comes down to anything, like, uh, transparently speaking, when I uh, had, got pregnant, he already knew it was a bad situation. Like, he knew that, that I shouldn't be there. And he was just like, just come home for a little bit. And I think he knew I needed that separation from her dad just to get myself regrouped. Mm-hmm. So... When I say it's like certain things, like he does a lot of things that's just like my dad. Even down to before my dad started growing his hair, they had bald head, beard, everything. But now he started <laughs> growing his hair back out. But like they're just the same. They're like they're very much all the same. And that's okay. That's a good thing. In your older age, you found that that was a good thing. It mm-hmm. is a good thing. So I think ultimately what you both are saying is that there needs to be when there's not balance, it's good. To have a partner who brings some balance into that mm-hmm. it helps you see where there's not balance because you know you may not have any mental health issues your partner is helping you so that you don't develop any because yeah. you know last thing he wants is for you as we say in the black community for you to have a nervous breakdown <laughs> around here stroking <laughs> out so he's like no calm down and then you know um i was thinking about that because we talked about this the last on the last podcast but i think that there's always some type of mental health issue that everybody oh, yeah. could have. It's about your it's resilience just, mm-hmm. and whatever if you ever meet that ultimate trigger. Like like you said, he's it's here to help you. It's always lying dormant. And, it's and there. That's it what I tell you. Even if you need antidepressants, it might not be forever. You know, you'll get back to your normal, but mm-hmm. you know, it's it's been in you. Everybody has has the potential to have some issue going on. Right. That's so that's another reason you shouldn't judge someone if they come in right. and they're like, "I have X Y Z." Because my next question would be, "Well, how long have you been diagnosed, and how have you been managing it?" Uh, do you have a, a criminal history? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's important. Right. You may have been schizophrenic for 13 years and been taking your medication for 13 years. And You've been it. good. But then I also, that also lets me know in the back of my mind, if I ever see a prescription that was filled 30 days ago and there's 28 pills in it, <laughs> right. time to go. Oh. Time for me oh. to pack my stuff up and move on. This is the real you. Don't tell them right. <laughs> where this is going. But I, what I also think it's important to consider that when you're treating people a certain way, not even in relationships, but I think about that on a daily basis. That's why I try to at least speak to people because mm-hmm. you do not know, like my speaking to somebody could be the reason if they planning on coming here and shooting this program up, 
I said, hey, how you doing? Have a good day. They gonna let me get out. Cause right. you I not literally know. just said that to my 14 year old yesterday and she was like, mom, that's a little dark. No. <laughs> that's reality about, though. Right. She was talking about some kid that was walking into a gym and she was saying, you know, what other kids say about him. And I said, well, you just make sure you speak to him. Right. And that you're nice to him. Yeah. So if he comes up in the school, he's going to be like, she's cool. You know, mm-hmm. just it's like that's real. common sense. It's, just yeah. be nice to people. Before I even started studying it, I went to a predominantly white high school and I said, Me too. I'm speaking to everybody, especially and you in the all black. We had people who I made shoes out of duct tape and they were trying to practice all this Wiccan stuff. And you, they, I had some, I went to an arts magnet school, so we had some. They did creative, a lot of stuff, right? Some creative <laughs> people, some very creative people there. But, you know. It was, it was this girl in my school. She, uh, like, before everybody was getting mannequin heads and doing hair and all that stuff, uh, she was walking around with one that was, like, painted up all weird, and she kept it in her locker, like, wow, really? Mm. Hey! Yeah! How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Oh, yeah, we cool. I we go need, back. I'm serious. Like, even, just it, working in our field, like, when I meet somebody, I'm like, especially when they come to the hospital setting, are you hungry? You need something to drink before we start what we're about to do. Let me get you cool. Right. Because if you spaz out, I'm have to turn this badge in because I'm fighting. Right, right. Like right. I have to. You gotta defend yourself. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> right. Get everything that you to get back to. Right. Right. <laughs> so, quick day, quick day. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram Live. At his and hers one underscore straight no chaser every Wednesday nine thirty. What was the topic again? We were talking about dating people. Yeah. Okay, I just had to remember. I was like, are we, are we still on topic? <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of oh no! I think we made a lot of good points. Yeah, 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 yeah. We keep kind of. <laughs> we we, we on that line. We <laughs> <laughs> but it's so many different spectrums of, of mental health and what you need to consider. Right. It's just I just think that that's something that I think about, like as far as dating and when you go in, like even just starting any type of relationship. Like I just need to know because he'll even say, like I've always because of the feel, I always listen to my friends, but. The question is, do they listen back? You know, like if it's if it's time for me to deposit or if I need you to fill my cup, mm-hmm. will you do that? And those, I'm at that point where if I feel like those relation, if you're not fostering that, I've started to like dismiss people. Oh, I have too. Like, I don't need any friend who just always wants to contact me to go kick it. Like, girl, I got kids. Or dumpling. So, right. You never pick up the phone when I answer. You know, what is your purpose in my life besides... Yeah, if I'm feeling real bad and I just feel like I want to go kick it all night, you're the friend I'll call. But right. other than that, let's just stop calling. Right, right, right. Right. So, also when it comes to relationships, I think all relationships, you're kind of thinking about what you can deal with and what you can't deal with because there's right. always going to be issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what you like and you know what you don't like. You just got to figure out what you're willing to deal with. Um, I might not be willing to deal with you spending up all the money every month. Some women are willing to deal with their man having sex with other women. I'm not. It's not my thing. Right. But if that's for you, you know, here, you can have this man. I know he cheats. Y'all get right. along well. Right. Um, some people don't like men who are cheap. <laughs> In the same sense, you know, 
thinking about different Cheap mental illness. Right. We're going to say frugal. Yeah, frugal. Frugal. It, it has its benefits. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, it can... If, if you're going to something else other than just being cheap, you can be cheap and, and want nothing else, or you can be cheap and with the mindset of going somewhere else. Well, it just depends. So I, a, I think and that's how different. cheap you are, because like yeah. I have to have Charmin toilet paper. Don't bring me. Oh no no no! Spot toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, he talking about it was half the price. Like, <laughs> that's what that's got what that I got. Is it Charmin or Cottonelle? Those yeah. are the two I made. Don't come in here with Scott and and no name brand. That just doesn't work. <laughs> but how cheap are you? Right. Mm-mm. Okay, so when you're looking at mental illnesses, like I might be able to deal with some anxiety. Right. I can work with you on anxiety. So, what's an anxiety? anxiety you can deal with, like, like what kind of anxiety? Um, afraid of heights. Okay. Yeah. Um, afraid to take tests. What I can't deal with is a man who's afraid to take chances in like his uh, business or something. Like, yeah. you can't even invest because yeah. you're afraid that you're gonna end up. Right. I don't know, broke like your broke uncle. Right. Just you'll Just never. You can't make it take right. It takes money to make money, right. so if you can't even buy. A ten dollar piece of equipment to try to get you to where you want to be. We can't work together. Like, how bad Facts. is your anxiety? Well, as you can like see, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have that issue. He might not do for himself, but it's anything that's invested in him or me. He mm-hmm. is all about it. Yeah. But now that anxiety can be flipped. Like, you might be. Uh, afraid that your kid won't love you, especially if your child is not in the house. So if we have a joint income and you always buying your kid uh, Jordans and video games and everything, even though maybe I make three out of four times, you know, what what money we have in the house, that's going to be an issue for me. You need to bring your anxiety down and invest in your kid in some other way. When your anxiety is causing us to lose our joint income, Mm, then it's a problem. But now, if your anxiety is just, you know, like, I don't like spiders, I don't want to go out the house too much because of mass shooters, that's cool. Sit at home and play Scrabble. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I think that anxiety, like like you said, like, if you afraid to go out because of mass shooters, I mean, like, it's a real thing, but still, life will pass you by trying to do that. Like, the world is very big for you to be like, yeah, I'm not going to go outside today because I might get shot. You might get shot in the house. You know what I'm saying the bullet come through the wall or through just the look at what's going on at the time because like right. there's a lot of racial unrest and you want to stay at the house because as a black man you're afraid you might get pulled over at midnight okay we're gonna go out in the daytime then right. I'm, I'm going to validate man, you just walked into, <laughs> <laughs> right. into a whole other podcast just walked into a whole other podcast you and I can do breakfast and lunch and I do dinner and drinks with my girls That's okay. I can okay. I can work that out Okay. I can even deal with, you know, a, a few delusions with schizophrenia. Like, you might be afraid that the government is listening to us through these phones. That could be true. Okay. But now, if you see a little blue man standing next to us, that's a little... That's I feel you. What's I feel you there. So, okay. Okay. So, you're, you can deal with the conspiracy... The possibility, yeah, that, that could possibly might be. able to convince me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like, oh, oh, you see your dad aunt behind the bar right there? Yeah, I'm about to go um, get a drink with my girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. And so then that again goes to like who you're dating. Mm-hmm. Because in, as a part of somebody else's culture, yeah. they right. would say our ancestors are here. They're always around. And it's a blessing that you're able to see her. What you is she trying to tell us? in the fifth us? dimension. Bro, you see you know, yeah, your third eye open. You, right, right. Okay, you're real spiritually grounded. You're seeing ancestors and stuff. Right. I love you. 
<laughs> but somebody else might be like, oh no. Can't right. get there. Can't get there. Why? That's another podcast right there. Like, I'll tell you, she didn't look like we got three. Bring right her straight, no chaser. But no, right. she said she do stuff at night, so. Okay. And just what time? Y'all take her at like 1 o'clock in the morning. Nah, no, straight, straight no chaser is 9 30 on Wednesdays. Mm, I Wednesdays. might still be asleep then, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> just depends. But I, th- I right. think that the reason I guess that I wanted to bring it up is because I know, like, for like I said, my people, coworkers, friends, they dump or talk to me because of the, the job that I'm in. And some of the stuff that I hear that they speak about in relationships is just like, well, at what point did you know? Did you cons- did the partner consider your reaction? Because that's always that's scary to me. Like to really not consider how this like you have to think of all things of what they could how they could react. Because right. like you said, you don't know what somebody's triggered. Like you might think, oh, I'm gonna just keep sneaking around and it ain't gonna do nothing. And here's the thing, like they they love to tell this woman that she's crazy, and then like when she acts crazy, it's like you you're surprised. What? You manifested it, right? <laughs> but you already knew I was crazy. Right. You been saying that. Don't say I'm crazy and then act surprised when I when the crazy comes out. Right, the, liking, the crazy that you made come out. Right, not liking the things you like before because it's towards you now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes. But um, yeah, we're gonna have to end this episode because I don't want the time to run out on the camera because it just gave us a little message and I'm afraid of it now. <laughs> <laughs> That's his anxiety, um, now. Right? You know what I'm saying? I'm worried. Like, oh, it's about to be over. I'm thinking of the editing process after that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, we appreciate y'all. To the next time, we're gonna have Dr. Dickinson back here again for sure. Before we finish, tell us your social media really quickly. Okay, so my Instagram is Dr. Dr. Underscore A S H A S D, as in Dickerson. So. Dr. Underscore Asha SD on Instagram, um, Facebook. I'm just Asha Dickerson, but I don't really respond to friend requests. So you can find me on LinkedIn. Let's <laughs> keep Asha it professional, Pippin. <laughs> or follow on Instagram because that's where I do the most uh, conversing with other people. Okay. All right. And there's um, thank you again for watching um, His and Hers TV. Uh, listen oh, to. Oh, I um, forgot. Two therapists in the microphone too. So that's two therapists. Quick plug. Yes. <laughs> two therapists show. in a, a microphone. Mm-hmm. Check that out. We're going to be on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, once again, uh, His and Hers TV. Um, uh, Dr. Dickerson here with us. We enjoyed y'all. We Until all the at. next time. We out. Because why? We all at. That's right. <laughs>